Fallen! You gotta stop looking back. When you get looking back, is a stiff neck. Listen, there's only one flavor to a margarita, and it ain't strawberry. You know, find social groups, hang out with like-minded people. We're gonna talk about whatever the fuck we wanna talk about. How's that? Have you ever had a corned beef taco with mustard? All right, all right. Everybody take a knee, drink some water. I know you all want to get the fuck out of here, so let's get this show started. So, tell me about the Build-A-Bear. We're starting off the show with a story about a Build-A-Bear. Well, it's, that's how we're going to start. wasn't necessarily a, a Build-A-Bear. Who was it? It predates that. It was, it was, <laughs> my dad called it a build <laughs> What? Yeah. Where did he get his hands on one of these? Well, he was in Da Nang. Please, explain. Back in 68. And they were uh, crossing through a paddy looking for Charlie. Rice paddy? Yeah. And uh, Were there any others? Little little <laughs> bastard just hopped up with an AK and the old man zippered him. Boom. <laughs> Canoed his forehead. and You know, just kind of felt like, hey, man, uh, such a beautiful child, such a waste of life. So he stuffed the little fucker, <laughs> put him in his ruck. And then I remember the day he came home, he's like, I said, Dad. <laughs> that for me and he said here son i said daddy is that a build-a-bear he said no son this bear's a build <laughs> so i said how'd you get that and he's all sometimes war is hell son and he's like but here you go through you his spirit will live on and i kept that build a <laughs> he was my thunder buddy when the old man started drinking and beating on ma i'd get that little bastard we go climb a tree we pretend we were Charlie hiding out from the round eye until the storm was over. I miss that man. The only thing that son of a bitch ever gave me was that little baby and my last name. So if you're listening up there, Devastate 5 Kilo, I love you, Dad. And I still got that little in my drawer, so one day I'm going to give it to him, grandkid. Your legacy will not die. All right, well... Um, that's what happens when we get together. We tell stories. I don't know why you always try to make me. That's a beautiful be story. All right, I don't like talking about my emotions. You know that. That's a beautiful story. There's a reason I don't open up on the we, show. We were talking about build a bear, and if uh, you ever had one, or your kids ever had one, because I don't think those were around when we were kids, and somehow he came up with this story about his. Build so. I didn't mean to get you emotional, my buddy. Well, you did, Sorry. you fucking asshole. That's not what. That's the not show's the already off to a bad start. I had no idea. It's a bad start. We're on a downer. Welcome, everybody. We are back again. We're at number 22. Is this 22? I, I feel like so. there's been more. There's been more, but there's all like those 6.5. Is that the number of shows or the number of beers you had today? Not today. Today I've only had half that. An 11-pack. It's, um... That's how yeah. Mario is. He tells you, hey, let's spit a 12-pack. You get one, and the rest, he's, that's all here. Drink the rest. Um, same thing with the food. I always say, let's split the, some tacos. I don't split shit with you. No. First of all, you're disgusting. I don't want your monkey hands all over my shit. <laughs> but you'll take a baby. First of all, that was a gift from my father, all right? Like I said, that's, that's horrible, by the way. That's one of the only saying things. You're horrible. That's one of the only things admit, that son of a bitch ever gave me. Can we at least put that out there and just uh, apologize to everybody in advance and, 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 and for all the past shows? You know what? It's a future. heartfelt story about a man who was forced to see the worst sides of the world mm. and somehow he maintained his love for his family and his humanity. I think it's a fucking, it's a story of victory. Is, love conquers hate, y'all. Is love this, conquers hate. I feel like that's illegal in so many different. Um, 
States. Is, there's nothing specifically illegal about Except, it. It did not happen on for, on American soil. I believe Alabama's the only state a, that might was, allow it was that. Pretty much in international waters. <laughs> so, all so he's kind of like a pirate. Of uh, souls. Speaking of pirates, I know you've got a book. I do. What's that book you're reading on? Where'd called, you hear about this? It's called The Desert and the Sea. I heard about it on good old Joey Rogan. You've been listening to other podcasts, motherfucker? Well, I've been taking notes and okay. mostly writing down the shit that we do better. Trying so. to learn about yeah. this stuff. So Joe Rogan's, he's is all right. I mean, he's got a couple listeners, you know? Yeah, it's all right, yeah. Um, just a few more than us. I don't think it's that 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 much bigger. We're yeah. right there on the tails. I mean... On his coattails. We're, we have friends over at You Might Be a Vet If. I don't know if he does. That's right. That's, that's a I don't think you know people right there, there too. You know what I mean? like, Speaking of that, we, we know also people. We, we know. also know friends at uh, at uh, Alpha Dog. Yeah, does Joe Firearms. Rogan have friends that own a gun store in Tempe? I he don't probably, think so. He probably I don't does. think he does. He probably does. I don't think he, really. I don't think he does. Not Alpha either. Dog though. You want to talk no. about Alpha Dog? He went to their their brand new their, their expansion party. Their expansion party is what it was on Saturday. Yeah, it was a good time. I uh, went out there, checked out the the new shop. The new space is amazing. They're building a coffee shop in there. That's what I heard. They have all black rifle coffee stuff, so and we've got some, good on them for that. I can't wait to. I don't want to talk much about what our plans are with them with that, but there are some plans on using that, yeah. utilizing that space for yeah. us. You know, we got them coming on board. So that's awesome. We're, we're working on a plan between you know no. them and Rowdy Rod to start really making the most of that Rowdy space. Rowdy Rod, man. You know, he's gonna help us with the. Um, I've got ideas the boys at Alpha haven't even thought of yet. Firearms, alpacas, coffee. Donkeys. Mm-hmm. I mean, cool. I mean, for me and you, that's standard. Yeah. I don't think most people think that way, but you and I, we're on the same page. That's just standard. I don't know why they didn't think of that from the beginning when they first opened up. Like, well, the that's first why show. we're that's why Fallen Three Sixty as a media company is so right. successful because we're, we were willing to push boundaries. Yeah. Explore all aspects of humanity and business. You, you know, know who else is willing to push those boundaries? Who's that? Chris Flowers. Chris yeah. Flowers is pushing them He's boundaries. pushing them He's... boundaries on the waist of them shorts. Holy <laughs> fuck, brother. Mixing a salad. You know I love you, though, right? You know I love you. Yeah, buddy. I love yeah, you. Yeah, no, he was that. out there. And you know yeah, what? Yeah, no, I Good putting, dude. That's what I was saying. He's promoting business, you know, veteran business. I made some, because of him, I made some great connections with the uh, the veteran chamber of commerce. Yeah, the, the Southwest. They've actually uh, yeah. invited me to come out and talk about employment. Can I tell and... you I know that boy, Ken, Ken Effinger, right there? Effinger? Yeah. Effinger. Finger. Effing thing, whatever, yeah, however you say Effinger. I say, I say. Let's call him sir. He's older than me. I just call him sir. Yeah, he's a marine too. Yeah. Um. Anyways, but, you yeah. know he's a smart marine. He is. He's doing big things with business. I even bought a raffle ticket. That sounds like an oxymoron. They're giving away yeah. like gift cards and stuff to help veterans. Did and, you win anything? I don't know, cause I lost the card. But they, they have a big raffle number. this time. Last time they had a fucking fifty cal. They weren't doing a fifty a cal, rifle. but they had apex triggers there. And uh, oh, got yeah, a sweet new guys. flat trigger for my SIG, so I was pretty excited about was, that. Was uh, that other, the Optics place there? Yeah, no, Captain Optics was not what there. What was his name? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. His name was Pushy. God damn, that guy was... I was like, hey, buddy, hey, check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. It was like a... I, I had to take a shower after meeting that dude. Well, yeah. He's <laughs> He's like, what do you do? How many people do you know? I'm like, shit, dude, back up. I've got Sleazy fucking... Fuck. I've got car no. parts that aren't that greasy. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Anyway, the guys at Alpha do it right. Like, and you know what? I was happy to see it again. There was all different types of people there. You know, you we had the typical vet crowd. We had the gun nuts. We had hunters. Matt and we Tony had, are the yeah, owners, right? Right. But you know what I saw? I saw a father and a daughter. 
Yeah. And these guys, man, they don't care if you're if you're high speed, you know, and you've been in the military, or you're the world's greatest big game hunter, or if you're just a dad trying to find something for you and your daughter to do. Just for they give you they for... give you good advice how to protect your family, how to actively engage in sporting events, and do so safely. So kudos to you guys. And the other thing I know, last time when we were there, Tony talked about even teaching people how to about safety instead of trying to sell them something that's not going to be uh, or upselling them. You know, yeah. uh, he's actually going to teach them what they actually need and why they need it uh, and give them the right uh, weapon uh, mm-hmm. for, for their situation. He's not going to try to upsell yeah, case them. Case in point, this guy in there with his little girl, he's going over the 22. I walk by and all I hear is him telling him, you know what, I'd start her out on a bolt action. Yeah. Teach her the basic fundamentals of safe marksmanship and yeah. riflemanship. I mean, could have easily said, yeah, here's the 1022 over here. More or, expensive. You know, here's the assault version of this or right. that or whatever. Nope. And, uh, no, man, he just bolt action. That's little, cool. little nice gun there. So you guys are doing it right. Keep up the good work. And uh, I'll be back soon to check out that shotgun. Um, if my wife Shotty. is listening, uh, it's for promotional purposes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're going to do a demo. Shoddy? You yeah. get a shoddy? <laughs> We're going to do a demo to the next motherfucker comes through my door. <laughs> But um, that's all good things, man. Good things over there. So, um, uh, and yeah, it looked like another great event. Um, always good people there, too, man. Like you said, it's always family. You know, and if you really, if you see Chris Flowers out there running around with his rally points, go check them out, man. They're fun. Yeah, the next one coming up, I, I don't know when it is, actually. He's got to send me that info so we can uh, make him a flyer. We've been working with him, making him the flyers for the rally points. We've helped him with some videos. He's out there doing a bunch of stuff for the community, so check them out. Um that's for biz. Yeah, if you have, um, if you're a veteran and you're a small business owner or some type of entrepreneur, that's the guy you want to talk to. We, we got some good things happening with him in the in the near out. future. You know, he'll help you get the word out, help you do your marketing, let you focus on what you do best, and that's make your product. Dang, you sound like Chris Flowers right there, dude. No, hold on, a little junior. Uh, Roger, uh, hey, got your back, got your six, whoa. <laughs> That's Chris Flowers. And you know there I love you, you Chris. So don't even get mad about the fact I'm teasing you. <laughs> yeah, don't don't send me a long ass email or text about Abe and how I need to put him under control. And I don't know about Abe and I I'm don't an know asshole. if he likes me. Always have been. Um, if I, I don't if I don't tease you, then I don't like. I you. have to learn that the hard way. If I call you sir or ma'am and sound super respectful, it's because I think you're a piece of shit. I've actually noticed that about you. Yeah. Yeah. You start when you respect people. You, you the people you actually don't respect or when you show respect is the people you actually don't respect yeah see i'm gonna come from the old school that i'm gonna tell you how to go to hell in the most positive way manner in fact one of my best gifts is being able to insult you six ways from sunday and not only do you not get mad but you actually at the end of that transaction conversation thanks man i really i really appreciate that you're the only guy i know that you could fuck someone over and then you leave with them saying thank you yeah well, that's or it. it's weird. It's it's. I've embraced the dark side. If you know what I mean. It's like, good. It's in there. I don't deny that it's there, and I've come to terms with that part of my my you know myself, my mind, my philosophy in life is you know what fuck you because at the end of the day it's all about me. Oh, that's a good philosophy, man. Yeah, working not, out well. Not selfish at all. Well. My yeah. wife hasn't left me yet. I've avoided um, long term incarceration. Yeah. You know, a couple short term stints, but nothing major. Nothing major. That's you good. Know? Nothing that stopped you from uh, you know, living the life that yeah, you live. Taking now. care of my folks, as they say, Take maintaining squad integrity. That's what I do every day. I get up in the morning, check the squad, and boom, I roll out. Let's let's meet the next objective. Um, so we're speaking of these books. What is that book again that you're you're reading? Oh, yeah, it's the Desert and the Sea, man. It's about this dude that spent 977 days captive with Somali that's pirates. Almost three years. Uh, that's, like, what is that? Two years and eight months. Two and a half years. Something like that. Two years, ten months. It's a long time. It's a long ass time to be hanging out with 
That's Somali two deployments, pirates. man. That's two deployments, really, though. Yeah, but you really, mean, that's two deployments. But this one is worse than a deployment because. Uh, is it? Yeah, at least we got internet uh, right. and MREs. This dude didn't even have that. He got a uh, shackled to the bat. I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, they broke his they broke his wrist when they were beating the shit out of him, kidnapping him, and it never healed properly. So now he's got like a hook. He's got like some weird, oh, really? like a Fu Manchu wrist that. You know, because they never set the bone. There was no physician. Mm. They're just like, here, wrap it up and shut up there. Yeah, I don't know if I trust any physicians in Somalia. Yeah, no, man. Those guys they're good are at taking people. over fucking ships, but I don't know about being doctors. I don't even know if they're good it's at a, that. It's a good read, though, because it really kind of goes in depth <clears throat> about the, the culture of the Somali pirate, you know, how that whole enterprise came to be. And at the end of the day, it really kind of debunks a lot of the uh, common myths about why these guys started doing what they're doing you know? so the people that feel sorry for them that are because i know there's a lot of people that say well they because they were being they were trying to get rid of the people that were coming in and dumping yeah. shit on their their, their <clears throat> and then, waters you know, then they and, had foreign companies right. that said coming in and stealing the fish and you know th- yeah. there's a certain part but a lot of these dudes are it's, just fucking assholes it started that way but then it really just became a, a, a criminal enterprise. it's like if the cartel in colombia didn't have cocaine what would they do Probably, well, there's yeah. no cocaine or anything else in Whatever. Somalia. Something else shit, illegal. So they just, you know, this is what Something they do. Else. Pretend they're the Coast Guard and go patrol the shores. Well, and... <laughs> you know what? And that's kind of how they started. If you haven't checked it out, I don't want to leave you the whole story, but Michael Scott Moore is the author. If you, It's a, it's a great read if you get a chance to pick it up. Um, I, I recommend it. You it's had another story. book that I want to talk about, too, because you talked about being an asshole. Yes, now, you perfected the art of being an asshole. Pretty much. So that book that you were reading, did that help you? First of all, no. That was bullshit. It was false advertising. So what was the book about? It's called what The it Subtle called? Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Okay. And that's and not it what it was not... about. No? No. It, the title was completely misleading. It should have been labeled How to Properly Give a Fuck or uh, How to Maximize the Effectiveness of Your Fucks. You know? So you didn't, you didn't like that book? No. I mean, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Let's see this. And I got my <laughs> highlighter out and I was, you know, getting ready. Maybe I was going to learn something. So, um... I will say that the book itself is not a bad book. I just really kind of felt like I got sold a bill of goods. You know, like I was thinking one thing and, you know, I was thinking Jameson and I got well whiskey. It's like, what the fuck is this shit? You know, that's a good, that's a good analogy. It is. You know, there's nothing worse when you go to the bar and you get a whiskey on the rocks and you think that the bartender had some common goddamn sense that I did not utter the words well whiskey that I wouldn't get, you know. Whatever that I could still get drunk, but it's not the same as what I ordered. If you want to not drink well whiskey and get fucked up, here, let me just cut you the, this just cuts no. the chase. This is what you need to do. You need to just put your head on the ground and then have your buddy jump on it till you can't feel anything, okay? Like, not kill yourself or crush your skull, <laughs> but just have him jump on it a couple times till you go fucking numb because the headache's going to be the same in the morning. You're going to be that fucked up. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you would want me if you're drinking your, well your whiskey head? called Jethro Tea Boots or fucking... Jethro Tea, is that a real whiskey? It, it, I can't make it up. It, sell it at CVS and it's like seven ninety eight <laughs> for a fifth. And if you're thinking what I'm thinking, no, what's it wasn't the, a good idea. Don't, what's the, don't uh, go there. Well, earlier we were talking about having, a, uh, what is that called, a Listerine, uh, taking Listerine shots. Yeah, I don't know on, de- who... on deployment when you didn't well, have any liquor. It wasn't Listerine shots. My my people sent me. They sent me, yeah. you know, mint schnapps. That was fucking booze, dude. Mine did too. Mine took. I'm well, so here's what 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 we do. You remember the old Listerine bottles? Mm-hmm. The brown one. It was yeah. before it was colored the blue or whatever color. You right? can't it was, say colors, man. That's standard. Racist. Yeah, sorry, not the. You know the uh, uh, periwinkle blue or what's that other blue periwinkle? that everybody periwinkle. loves? The Tiffany blue or whatever. Uh, apparently. Uh, Where the that, fuck are you asking me? I was asking, yeah, well, you know. Anyway, so, I, don't know I thought you would know Tiffany about this Blue stuff. Is. You know about this stuff. Don't I wear two I, colors, black and OD, man. That's Tiffany black. 
actually. Fuck you, it's <laughs> Tiffany Black. You're Tiffany Anyways, Black. Anyways, listen, the point is That's that... That's the first girl you banged. Her name was Tiffany Black. Actually... And she was a sister from El Paso. <laughs> I'm right, was, and I? She was right? somebody's sister. Yeah. She was exactly. somebody's sister. Um, anyways, the original color was that brown. It looked like like almost Jack Daniels color. So that's what I would get. I would get the big old okay. original Listerine bottles, washed out obviously, and I would get that. But there was a certain period where I went without any alcohol and so did my friends and buddies. So it was a, a few months where there was nothing there. Try County, bro. And one of the guys said, hey, why don't we take these shots? And it wasn't Listerine, it was the cheap stuff because the cheap stuff had more alcohol per volume than- Per volume? Per volume. Were you mixing it with drugs Per too? volume. Per volume. Volume? Per va- it was more alcohol per volume than the good stuff. The okay. good shit, Listerine, had like 8%, and this other it's, stuff was like 8, 11, or 12. El, El Paso moment there. So we went with some <laughs> shitty stuff. So we went with some shitty stuff. Like So the shitty stuff. I love it when your accent comes back to fuck you when you're not expecting <laughs> It's this coffee. Um, this is Black Rifle Coffee, actually. Yeah, they're, they're not, not sponsors. sponsors, though. <laughs> Anyways, and so we took a few shots of that shit. I, I'm telling you, man, worst night I've ever had, man. Dreamt some funky-ass shit. My stomach was all upset. Had, dreamt about some weird-ass shit. Not like combat shit, just Your like uncle? weird. Your uncle again? Maybe. It, it, maybe it took me back. I don't remember. I don't remember. Show um, me on the Dio, marker where he, where he touched you. In the lower regions. Tio. Tio Frank. Tio, 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 Tio Frankie or Tio Pedro. Your mom told you. I told you. I told Don't you. get around your deal when he's drunk. He's you your fault. He's yeah. your fault. Walk it off. He's your fault. Walk it off, stupid. He touched your huevos. Yeah. Walk it off, stupid. <laughs> Walk it off. You, you never it's learn. Stupid. Was why do you let him touch your huevos? <laughs> Don't you shut up and be a man. No one wants to hear you cry. No yodas, wait. No, no yodas. Why are you crying? Why are you crying? Anyways, so um. Yeah, so that's the that's the only time I experienced a um, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, you know, drinking Listerine and drinking that kind of nasty shit and weird ass fucking headache and tummy ache and bad dreams, man. So basically, you poisoned yourself with copious I amounts think it, of it may have been. fluoride. You're actually right. I never thought about fluoride. that. Fluoride. It was like I poisoned myself. So one of the major if anybody else is out there. Fluoride. L- let us let us poison. <laughs> let us know about your uh, deployment experiences. Your deployment sickness. Your de- depo- deployment drinking. If you drank anything, uh, I knew people that dr- would drink you know, rubbing alcohol. Here's the thing. Or, or even the Let's not limit it to drink. Man. Tell us the stupidest thing you ever did on deployment to get high, to catch a buzz, to get drunk, whatever it is. Who I want to know that, you know? I mean, we had Sheesh. guys we had guys that got a hold of uh, some Iraqi dip that was supposed to be like tobacco from the oh, interpreter, yeah. but it was like some hash product. Oh, and yeah. so they started dipping it and chewing it. Oh, they were fucked up. They had to go. They had to get. Yeah. yeah. One of the get, big things that was dangerous, get, too. They had to the get guys, medical. The guys that would do the, was it called huffing? Right, where oh, you the take the, the or, well, not the, but you, you yeah, the, the aerosol, air, the aerosol yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That was yeah, those people are called fucking tweakers. So I don't know if you know this, and I don't know if this happened after you got out of military, but did you know that for a while in the military you had to be an E6 or above to handle that stuff? Like that, that was a secure. That's got to be a national guard. Shit. Nope, That's, it was active duty. Nah, yes, no it way. was. Yes, sir. You had to sign up for shit it. Like Anybody that only knows? happens in the National Guard or at no, no, the 700 that, block because, of No, you know why? It was happening It was happening in active duty. People were fuck, Kids were dying from that shit. Whatever, man. If anybody knows about that, let us know. I'm not going to sit here and let you badmouth my beloved military with your lies. Your beloved military. E6 or above. Hey, they love me. The they air. love me. The military love me. 
they love you. They the military love, love you. They still love me. They're still they love you sending long time. me emails and shit. They love you long time. They, they send you emails. I get emails all the time. You want to come back? I miss you. We no, have a bonus I, for I, you. I don't get that. I get the, hey, have you been to your local VA yet? Check out our new service. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and every time I go, there's no new service. I get excited. I get just, excited. But... Just like the girls. Just yeah. lie to you. Hey, she told me to come over. There's nobody home. I went over. There was yeah. nobody home. <laughs> it's just her dad on the porch with a shotgun. I mean, I don't know what the fuck happened there. <laughs> Got a little Rodney Dangerfield there. Hey, listen up. So I know we're going to be doing these shows. There's a shows. fucking transition for you. What? Rodney Dangerfield? <laughs> just continue as you were, sir. So I know we said we're going to start making these shows a little bit shorter, just like uh, your show, your uh, MOS. No, oh, yeah. My MOS. McCann on Sports, which you recorded one. Or yes. for this week, this so that will be coming episode out. Three be episode out tonight. three, lucky number three, man. Listen, to, listen up to those. It's um, a painful episode today. I gotta say, um, you're dodging. Stirred some feelings, you know, not oh, quite yeah. as much as the builder. We really touched on some sensitive things that are near and dear to me. Um, it is a baseball show this week, so if you like baseball, I, I'd say check it out. We uh, we talk about all kinds of cool stuff, and um, you didn't talk about the Browns. I did mention the, the Browns the, today. The hard knocks. I did not talk about hard knocks, but I did mention the brownies. I gave them a shout. You've been watching it. Yeah, you know, I I got to tell you, I'm a reformed, uh, recovering Browns fan. Yeah, I remember. That's why. So um, I, maybe... I married into the Raider Nation, and despite it only took her 17 years to convert me. So for the first. So you're 17, fully fully committed to the Raiders, right? I am, and you know, I had to serve uh, the commissioner of the league. My son, he gave me a one-year fan suspension for switching teams. So. Last year, I had to sit out the entire football season. wasn't allowed to cheer. Um, but I was, the Browns didn't win a goddamn game. No, the game, 0 16, so, so I picked the right year. Good game to But uh, yeah, he sat me for a year. But I've been reinstated. So but I'm as a, a Raider now? Yeah, I'm allowed to cheer what for the Raiders. Just in time for them to go to Vegas, too. Well, I don't know, in man. A few years. I'm a, I, I grew up, I'm, well, I didn't grow up, but I've been married into the Raider Nation for 17 years, officially a fan now. And uh, I tell you what, they're looking forward to it. They're kind of sad, though, you know, leaving Oakland. And, you know, in their mind, they would just rather Oakland quit being selfish and stingy, just build a fucking stadium and keep the team. I think Vegas is a better fit, man. I know Oakland. I I think Vegas is going to be great. Five years from now, ten years, no one's going to give a fuck about Oakland except us old fucks that are, I remember back in my day when they were the Oakland Raiders. You ever get to go to that stadium, man? Not I can yet. say that I went to that stadium at least once. And I was a Niner. It was the Battle you went of as the a Beige. Niner, though. Yeah, as a that, Niner fan. Worst, nonetheless, I went to it's it. It's like the worst team ever. It's historic. That stadium smells like shit. There was bums all over the fucking place. We went in through the BART. You hear that? You hear that siren? That's because we're, we're live on location. We're live in location in Oakland. From the black hole in Oakland. <laughs> Oh, dude. Anyway, so, um, yeah, man, keep up with that. Uh, it's interesting on the Browns. That coach is, uh, I don't know, man. I, I just don't, I'm not Jackson. feeling it. I'm just not feeling it. He just lost his the, mom. The show his, itself has been pretty cool because his assistant coaches, his defensive coordinator, his offensive coordinator, they don't give a fuck. No, they don't. And so it's, it's been pretty good TV, you know, so good luck yeah. for those guys. I could give two shits what happens to them now. I'm officially moved on in my life. I don't, I don't want anything to do with that, you know? No you bring up Browns. the Browns is like someone saying, hey, man, you remember that chick you dated in high school that That's, broke your heart? I was just about to say that. I don't that. want to hear that shit. I, was I don't about give to say a that. fuck. So there's going to be a night where you get drunk and you're going to Browns. And you're gonna put on your old Browns jersey? You still have it somewhere. Actually, no, I don't. You still just I got like rid of a, all the Browns gear. Oh, you did? You don't, did. Have, you don't have a little, just a little note, a little note left over from high school? No, I don't. I remember. I got rid of all that shit. Oh. There's no reason to keep it. I miss you. Just in case. No. Oh. First of all, everybody I dated in Cleveland. high school is fucking old. 
It's in the bottom of your drawer. Nobody's going to find it. I don't even have drawers in my house. That's the thing. But I have a fucking dresser. It's somewhere in a boot somewhere. It's stuck. No. That, the old number. I've only got one pair of boots. Cleveland's number is still somewhere. Cleveland's number. You have it in your phone number? I got, hidden under hey, some other name? No, no, no. I got a fucking... Uh, <laughs> I got a picture of Johnny Menzel somewhere. It's somewhere it hid, in your phone. Yeah, man. it's hidden it's, up under the drawer in the, in the bathroom. Yeah. Pull it's, it out when no one's looking while I'm in there shaving. Like, oh, man, Johnny, how'd see? you do me? There you go. How'd you do me that way, There man? you go, man. So, so many heartaches. Actually, it's if I was to have one, it would be uh, Bernie Kosar. <laughs> like I have to bust out That's an old one, Bernie yeah. Kosar, just you know, take a whiff of that jersey. And be like, oh, it smells like 30 years ago. That's so funny, dude. Well, we'll see. We'll keep it posted and see what happens. Maybe they'll get you back, man. What if they win? Nah, the Super I'm not Bowl? coming back. Like that was why I had to serve a suspension to yeah. prove to the league that what you were my being serious. Yeah. Well, I'm Raider we'll Nation, see. man. I'm silver and black. Okay. That's it now, dude. That's good for you, man. You know, I like plus it. I'm Mexican, it fits pretty well. Yeah, it does. I thought no one even takes twice when they see me in a Raider hat. They're like, yeah, look no. at this fucking guy. Yeah, it belongs on you. You start yeah. calling me Holmes and shit. Like, probably, hey, Holmes. You're probably born with it. So, like we said, we're going to try to keep this short now. So, the, like, just like MOS, just like all the other shows, it's a, it's a nice fit for the right home. It's a new format. For the right in the morning. And we're going to test it out. You tell us what you think. You tell us what, uh, if you want the longer version or the shorter version, whatever it is. At this point, nobody's listening anyway, so it doesn't really matter. I don't think. I think we can do whatever yeah, we, the fuck got we want. We four listeners. Yeah, I know. So you guys listen. Tell us what you think. If you like the shorter version or the longer version. But with that being said, I don't even know if you're ready for this, but you got something for Sergeant's time today? Yeah, but before I do, man, um, I got to talk about my boy, codename Rich. Yeah. One of the greatest Americans that ever like walked the planet. Um. Uh, I just it's just mind blowing to me. There's certain people in life that may live their life in a you know a humdrum, meaningless nine to five ham and egg, or they're looking for meaning. And you know, very rare is it that you meet someone or hear a story of someone who wasted their entire life, but yet somehow find it a way to give it all meaning and purpose. Find it a way. And be inspiration. Yeah, find it. He find, find it a way. I, I'm, I'm getting choked up because it really touches me deep in my heart. Like, it inspires yeah. me. It's always good when people find it a ways. Yeah, find, so this find guy it find it a way to, to accomplish that. So, Codename Rich. Codename Rich, okay. Was a mechanic. Yeah. In Washington. Okay. Worked at, worked on airplanes. I hope this uh, isn't a sad story because I already fucking... So, my man... Took it upon himself after watching several YouTube videos and playing a lot of video games. <laughs> he stole a big, big airplane, a cargo oh, plane, right? This guy. Twin turbo. <laughs> Took off from the airport. <laughs> There's recordings. You can actually hear the recordings from yes, his conversation yes, yes. with uh, the traffic air traffic control right? But this guy, just based alone on the on the theft of said aircraft, you're like, wow. This dude's fucking crazy, right? He's already, you know, one of my inspirations. I want to steal an airplane. Yeah. I want to do cool shit. But the conversation was what really got to me. Here he is, air traffic controllers talking to him, full-blown crisis prevention mode, whatever. And and he's just, why are you doing this? And he's honest. He's, he said, I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm just a broken man. He's basically alluded man. to wasting his life. Said, I make minimum wage and. But all he wanted to do was take this airplane. He didn't want to hurt nobody. He wasn't a terrorist. He just wanted to do barrel rolls. That's it. He just Who wanted doesn't? to do barrel rolls and maneuvers. So F-15s were launched. They're, they're threatening to shoot him down. But the air traffic controller guy did such a good job of assessing the situation and, and um, making sure that this guy was not a threat to anybody. 
that they, they didn't shoot him down. They just kind right. of monitored him. They were able to steer him away from populated areas. And he just spent an hour, a little bit over an hour, flying his airplane, attempting to do high-speed maneuvers. Did he um, do any at all? At well, least? he tried. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, it was one of those stunts that uh, that ended up taking his life and you, destroying you, the airplane. You, yeah. But the thing about it was he knew what was going on. And yeah. he even told the air traffic controller, he said, I'm sure I'm letting someone down. There are people who do care about me. And I just want to take oh, the time man. to say I'm sorry to all of them. And at one point he said, hey, man, you think uh, you think that they'll give me life in prison for this? And the air traffic controller no. goes, no, probably not. And then no. he goes, well, if I can, he said, I don't know how to land, but you think if I can figure it out, maybe they'll give me a job flying airplanes? And the air traffic controller tells him, if you can pull it off, I'm sure they'll give you whatever job you want. He's like, no, nah, that's, that's bullshit, bullshit, man. He knew the, he knew the deal. <laughs> But here's to you, Codename Rich, you broken minimum wage mechanic who, thank you for giving your life purpose, even if it was at the last few minutes of it. Cheers to... You're an inspiration. Cheers to Rich. Codename Rich. That's some shit I want to Is that really his codename? I don't know his real name. It's just, that's what they called him, Rich. Oh. I'm sure you can find his real name, but it doesn't really matter, does it? Cheers, motherfucker. It doesn't matter to me, man. No. No, I mean, I just want to play tribute. To the man, the myth, the legend. Rich. I mean, it would have been cooler if he barrel pulled off the barrel rich. roll and landed. That would have been cooler. Well, there is footage if legend. you want to see. He tried like hell, but it ultimately oh, was unsuccessful. Man. Well, that's just... He'll never go down in history. He'll, that story will go away. No, Say, man. Trump will do something. 30 years from now, no, 30 years from now, people are going to go, <laughs> I don't remember you know, what this fucking politician said back in the day, but you remember that crazy fucker Rich that stole that airplane in Tacoma and did a barrel roll and killed himself? Killed himself? Maybe, yeah. People will know. Killed himself? I personally, Rich, if you're up there in heaven listening, I won't let your legend die. He couldn't make it. He didn't find his way. I'm saying, He got lost. He's up with the, he's up with flying the planes in the sky now. (laughs) Jesus. He's Jesus. Jesus is his co-pilot. He's got Jesus ponies. Jesus is his co-pilot now. (laughs) He's in good hands. Jesus. Uh, I like him very much. So, yeah. <laughs> that's a good story. Thank so, that, for, that's a good, trend, so that a good segue because your, your segues are perfect. Thank today, you. By I the appreciate way. it. I don't, you yeah, are right. You I know. do have a star this time today. It's good. It's a little obscure one. Okay. Um, this one I'm going to dedicate. Uh, this is not necessarily for philanthropic purposes. This is not for the greater good today. This is some training that I'm going to give you today that will help you do barrel roll? Establish dominance. Oh. This will help you take care of the nosy broad at work that won't shut the fuck up. Um, this will also help you deal with uh, whoever in your life just thinks that they can argue with you. You know, I, I go through this constantly in my mind where you're sitting there talking to somebody and they're just bumping their gums in front of you. And you're like, first of all, in my mind, like, who the fuck said you could even talk to me? Yeah. So... Second of all, I'm gonna we're gonna just do play the play the track. So let's go play the all track. Right, I want to get in. I'm fired up. Huh, looks like we got ourselves a genius here. What are you, some kind of rocket surgeon? Tasks, conditions, and standards. Your other left. We gonna go over FM six twenty two. Hey, high speed. You're gonna learn today. Sergeant's time. All right, cool. Intro done. All right, so today in Sergeant's time, I'm going to tell you the six things you need to know on how to win an argument, okay? So if you're a non-commissioned officer in the United States Army, you already know the one way to win every argument. Yes, sir. However, this may not, yes, be, this may not be street legal, as they say. So throat punch slash knife hand, say. those are unauthorized weapons in the civilian world. You come, out of the, you come out of the military and you try to knife hand the HR lady or your boss or you know throat punch the 
Janice in accounting every time she fucks up your expense report, Fuck you're probably Janice. you're probably gonna get in trouble, right? <laughs> Fucking Janice don't like nobody. You know what? Janice don't give a fuck about you. She don't care about you and what you got going on. She don't give a shit if it's that three days before payday and you really need that expense check so you can just go buy some groceries, you know? You're in full survive nope. mode. Guess what she's doing? Or she's, trying to get yourself some new yeah. equipment or a little shoddy? Yeah, no. You know, maybe trying to get a bottle of Blanton's instead of the fucking Jethro <laughs> T. Boots at the CVS. She don't give a fuck because she's stuck... Cleaning up your goddamn mistakes and looking at spreadsheets all day. So fuck you, Janice. You know we tried to be cool with you, but you don't want to be cool with us. So <laughs> first things first. We're not kicking it with Janice. That's for sure. Know your facts, Mario. Okay. How many times have you made? Have you heard the media make a claim about something on you know some type of fact only to have to come and send a retraction statement a couple days later? Fake right? news. Yeah. Donnie Trump all the time. Fake How do you news. think he wins most of his arguments? Fake news. Fake news. And the sad part is. They are wrong. So they lose you lose credibility, right? So before you walk down that path, don't try to wax intellectual about some shit you know nothing about. Okay? Now don't get me wrong, maybe on another starter's time I will go over the six things you need to do to bullshit effectively and pretend say, you know what you the fuck could, you're talking about. Because people get away with it. But again, shit. we're trying to establish dominance. All there's right. no there's no option here for any type of, you know, shooting holes through our, our theory or whatever, right? Now here's something that all of us in the military are gonna have to really work on. Um, I hear this all the time from my boss. He's always Mario's like, hey man, you gotta try, you know, whatever, right? Be ready to see the other person's perspective, right? Oh, you don't know, have to agree with it, but so don't try to sharpshoot it, don't try to judge it. Just try to imagine what it is. What is this person thinking? Try to figure out why. Refrain from judging it. You know, I, I struggle with this because every time people talk about me, the first thing I'm coming out of my mouth is you're fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, and I immediately just tune you the fuck you're out. You're thinking that right now. Yeah, I am. As you're watching me play with my yo-yo. I am. Then I'm like, you fucking piece of shit. Just settle down, right? We make a good couple because I don't give a fuck. First of all, we're not a couple. Yes. All right? Don't fucking talk like that. See? There all it right? is. What I'm trying to say is if there you step goes. into the mental set of those you argue with, there she goes. that will allow you to figure out why they think the way they think, and then you can start coming up with counter-arguments. You can yeah. come up with ways to refute what they say, right? And you know what else? If you show a little empathy because of that, they might actually just start to listen to you a little bit. Yeah. The fact that you're willing to try to understand. I kind of tried that today a little bit with somebody, and it kind of worked. Well, you know what? It would have worked even better, a Hot Pocket. You could have just waved the Hot Pocket in front of that person. I know who you're talking about. Fucking Pot Pie or a Hot Pocket and a Thirst Buster, and shit would have been great. You would have had no more issues, right? All right, so here's the part. Here's number three is key, right? If you can't do that, if you're me and you can't actually figure out a way to try to understand the other person because you, you have so much contempt for their small mind and their ridiculous fucking thinking, Jeez. just pretend you do. Because even that can have the same effect. If you pretend that you're empathetic, pretend that you're willing to listen and be open mind, not only will that person a lot, a lot of times actually do that for you and become empathetic and try to, to understand you better, but they may actually lower their guard and trust you a little bit more and then say something, provide you with that little nugget of info that you've been waiting oh, for nugget? so that you can drop the fucking hammer on them and that be like, conniving. done. A little it bit. Is. It's called do you ever use that on emotional me? intelligence. you ever use that on me? You know what? One thing I do respect about you <laughs> is that I can just tell you you're fucking stupid. 
You've been told so many times you're fucking stupid and kicked around that. Doesn't matter. I don't have to worry about you walking out and slitting your wrist. No. Because I don't really care if you kill yourself. <laughs> but I like Easton. I like Gabby. You know, they're good kids. I don't want them to have to deal with that bullshit. Uh, no, but I'm saying, do you, you ever know? play? Do you ever try to play those games and stuff? Do you ever try to use your like mindfuck games with me? Like say, hey, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to lead them into this. I, I think I know sometimes I you think try, I, I, I think, think you do. I think you try sometimes, and I'm like, ah, whatever, and I'm just go with it because I'm like, ah, I think he wants me to do this. Like, I think he doesn't want me to worry about this. So I think he like gets me excited about one thing because he knows that when I see a squirrel, I'm gonna head in that direction. And I think I know that, but I'm like, I don't know. Ah, it's I don't more care. disturbing the fact that you I like know it, the and squirrel. then you keep doing it anyway. Because you're absolutely right. I'm like, I like chasing I'm the like, squirrel. I'm like, oh shit, Mario, is, what is that? Is that a sound yeah. machine? Yeah. Do this research. Let me know how much that costs. <laughs> And then fuck you. Once again, that's how we're a good couple. We're not a fucking couple. <laughs> God damn it, man. Because I, I like the See, and there's, then you're, you're, you're doing something right now that's like fucking what? making me lose, right? So here's, op, here's number four. What is that? Keep your emotions under control. Okay. I hate emotions. I know you do, but I'm you're good at only, making other people do the there's same thing. There are only two. Hate and discontent. Yeah. Like, I'm good at those. Yeah. The rest of them is like, fuck you, dude. I don't want to, I don't want to like be nice to yeah, you. Yeah. I don't want to hear how trying your day was. If you're not in my house and I don't, you're not my family, my wife, my children. I could give two shits how you feel, honestly, because if you start telling me these things, then I'm gonna have to deal with that, and I don't want to deal yeah, with that. Yeah. So Just I struggle walks, with that because what I, one thing I've learned in my short time on this earth is when that shit happens, all you gotta do is go scorched earth. Just shut that shit down right away. Say something horrific, make them cry, make them run away and hate you, and then situation avoided, right? So let me let me tell you. But that might not help me win the argument. You were a 12 Bravo in the military. Combat engineer. Combat engineer. Make you, things go boom. So you, you learned to build a wall around yourself. Let me tell you something. No, I learned to destroy walls, Mark. You need to learn how to put down that wall that you built around yourself. Use those skills as an engineer to yeah. build. Hey, Demolition. Bring down okay? that wall, I Mr. McCann. You know what? <laughs> You got it wrong. I don't build walls. I create obstacles between me and the enemy. You did. Craters. But, but you need emotional to, craters yeah, for them to fall in. The skills that so you learned. So they can't get across that bridge yeah. and get to me. But the skills that you learned now on the civilian side. Counter mobility operations, Now on sir. the civilian side, you need to take those skills and blast through and those barriers. To, no, I'm not blasting through any barriers. Let, you need to build a road to the your heart. The last thing I blasted through was an 18 pack to, of Ducati, and that worked out <laughs> fucking great. You need no to, feelings involved. You need to build a road to your heart. No. I don't. And you need to stop talking about my heart. Keep your emotions under control, number four, right? Now, here's one that, that I know a lot of people struggle with. You start getting in arguments. You start getting in these these struggles, and you just feel like, fuck, it's, it's never going to end, you know? Like, example, when people start telling you that you can't eat that much, and you're like, okay. You try to convince them, and, you, and they keep telling you, no, Tubby, stop fucking eating. You're going to have a heart attack. Yeah. You don't need that all-you-can-eat 72-ounce fucking hamburger yeah. in Bullhead City. I don't but, need it, but you I know, like it. But what I'm saying is, don't let them get to you, bro. <laughs> Stay positive. Stay your course. Keep hope alive. Know that Stay there right. is that chance if you follow these, these six tips, and you may convince them to leave you the fuck alone. That, hey, look, this is me. I'm beautiful. This is what I do, right? So... That's number five. So, can I add hopeful. something really quick? What is that? You talked about that challenge up there. Do you see the new challenge the Cardinals have? That burger one? It that has nothing you, to do with you. And I know you really want them to. I want that card. I want to do that challenge. If, if, you, had, if you had a red like hair a on your ass, you know what you would do? You would take that picture of you eating that half a cow burger, and you would put it on their page on Facebook and tell everyone, look, I've already done it. Your move, Cardinals. Call no, but them this, out. this one Why is bigger. Because this one's bigger. You, you, what are you doing about it? You're I'm gonna, sitting here I'm complaining go, about no, it. No, I'm not do complaining. Something. I'm going to go do it. 
Put it on the page. I want to see it. It will. Tag at AZ Cardinals. Fuck you and your shit. I need bird. to raise money to buy a ticket for a game. You know, and you know what's gonna be funny? Actually, I don't know if you need no, to be that No, tickets for vets. We'll give you free tickets. There you go. They give them two on time. But here's the thing. I want to do it. I'm telling you, as Cardinal fan, you can eat my ass. That is the most exciting thing that's gonna happen to that, that team all year. Is that, that fucking is. all you can eat? And it, what do you diabetes mean? burger? You, you get diabetes and a heart attack for free you on the Cardinals. You also get something else, right? You also yeah, get something nothing. else. What do you want? What are you gonna I'm, get from the Cardinals? I'm looking, I don't know, like free tickets you or get, something, like season passes. You get to sit next to fucking Josh Rosen on the bench and watch Sam Bradford get hurt. That's all you're gonna do. I don't even know those. Those are those must be players, right? Yeah, they're they're from players, the, whatever. The, the so game, number the six. And then we got to get the fuck out of here because, yep. speaking of which, I got to go find that 18 pack I misplaced last night. Respect your opponent. Many arguments have no clear victors. You may get your way, but your relationship or situation could be worse. So weigh your options here. You know, are you going to sacrifice the war for the battle? Make sure that whatever you're driving at is in line with your long term strategic goals. Yeah. So you may lose that argument about convincing me. To let you stop and get that extra cheeseburger you needed before our last meeting, but if you shut the fuck up, you might actually get to go have tacos after your last meeting. So you yes. got to pick your battle, sir. What Read that fuck? out loud. That's the one. Up challenge. for the challenge. Okay, here's your fucking That's the heart attack challenge. on a tray. Seventy-five dollars. The Arizona Cardinals have interested a hefty seventy-five. The gridiron burger. That's a real original fucking. Name. It includes <laughs> five patties, five dogs, five bratwurst, eight slices of bacon. 20 slices of American cheese, 12 ounces of fries. That seems kind of light on the fries. And eight chicken That's tenders. That's a lot of potatoes. Eat it in an hour to win a Cardinals jersey. You're an not, hour? I have an hour. They're I not even going to let you. Oh, a jersey. What kind of jersey are they going to give you? A $75 You eat dollar. that shit, you're not going to be able to fit in a jersey. They should give you a pop-up. You get one size bigger. Yeah, whatever, one size GP bigger. GP medium. Anyway. GP medium. Do you know the deal? That's good advice, That's man. That's how you win an argument. That's how you... Maintain your dominance in the office place, and that's how you convince Janice in accounting to quit fucking with you about your receipts. Um, last but not least, it's sergeant's time, so you know what that means. It's safety brief time. I'm going to keep it quick for you today. Don't add to the population. Don't take away from the population. Stay out of the news, stay out of the jail, and stay out of the hospital. If you wind up in jail, establish dominance quickly. And if you do some stupid shit, record it, please, because we need something to laugh about. <laughs> Just like good old buddy Rich. Rich, here's to you, sir. May you be doing those barrel rolls with Jesus as we speak. For Abe Blackhearted McCann, <laughs> I'm Mario. Eat that fucking burger. Yeah, there you go. Hey, <laughs> la hamburguesa más grande. Tio, leave me alone. <laughs> Fuck Tio, you. Tio, you don't do. touch me there. There's no statute of limitations on this. <laughs>